Hey everyone, this is Wasabi. Thank you for listening to the Wannabe's Podcast 1v1 series. This episode is with New York City's most hidden boss, Jamie Whiskers Nino. Since Nebs died, we haven't seen much of him, but with the return of Hax's nightclub and him finishing school, we are blessed once again with one of New York's strongest players. We talk about his origin story, the mentality needed for the top, and ideas to continue to grow the New York City scene and improve our player base. Hope you enjoy this episode. And follow us on Twitter at the Wannabes Pod, or join us on Discord if you have questions for us. Enjoy. Welcome to the latest. 1v1 episode on the Wannabes podcast. I got a special guest, New York's favorite Yoshi player, hidden boss unless you, you know, are from Tri-State or watch HNC now, Jamie Whiskers Nino. What's up, dude? Hello. Dude, thanks again for coming on the podcast and everything. Yeah, anytime, anytime. It's, uh, it's actually, it's actually, I'm actually very excited. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, like, even I, like, you know, like, we talk and we play a lot, but, like, I'm curious to hear, like, your story, the origin story, and, like, your view on on the game and everything now that, you know, New York's kind of back on the map after Hack started HNC. Yeah, yeah, no, after this whole, like, literally, uh, New York feels different now in terms of Melee. Like, I actually, I'm actually, I feel like I'm improving now, whereas, you know, before we had HNC, I had no way to, like, actually practice well the only way was through fests but like those wouldn't be as consistent you know it wouldn't be like every week mm-hmm. um but now you know it feels it, it feels good to have uh, something back you know yeah definitely so like let's start off like i guess with with that so like talking about like improvement and stuff like that like how like over the years right you've kind of like not like in the new york sense but i guess like more of like the you know worldwide melee sense right like other Yoshi players like Nebby or AKA like Avalanche or obviously the Rise of Omsa and stuff like that. But you yeah. know, you, you don't really travel out of New York or anything. So like New York was like where you improved and like, you know, have wins over like, you know, a lot of the melee PR, like winning tournaments and stuff like that, you know, even over like IBW back in the day when he lived here and like over Smuckers and and everyone slocks Aklo, you know, recently. And so I guess how has it changed now that HNC is there and like, how do you find your practice? Cause I know you used to net play a lot and you kind of are like the Queens hero, right? Hailing from Queens. Yeah. Um, so before we had HNC, uh, yeah, I would actually practice off of net play. But, um, the thing about net play is that I've noticed that after, after playing net play for a long time, I play my neutral very different. I play more scared or I start, um, I start uh, scrapping instead of, you know, combo punishing, like, you know, making my punishes better. So whenever I would come to a tournament after playing, like, a lot, a lot of net play, I wouldn't play as well. But because we have HNC now, I can actually get, you know, I'm getting better, you know, from the previous tournament to the next. There's always an improvement happening. And it's because I'm I'm keeping warm that week instead of playing net play where I'm just relying on like you know, scrapping. You know Yoshi has to be really precise mm-hmm. with every with everything. So you know getting those up air up air cancels 
ju double jump up air cancels. They're um they're really hard to perform on net play, so I don't usually uh get you know practice my punish games there. I practice neutral, but then when I go to a local, um in this case Hacks nightclub, right? Um I wouldn't I would play with the same mentality of not going for the punish game and just scrapping. But it shouldn't be that way. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That you have to like just hit your stuff and play aggressive and like take, you know, any chance that your opponent gives you. And you can't yeah. like really be scared to do do certain options. So I guess how do you keep warm between the, the HNC you know, between HNCs and stuff like that and you know, between school and, and everything? So what I try to do is I try, well, right now I'm trying this thing where I'm, you know, I'm getting like a net play session in the day before HNC. Um, so the, the day before HNC, I'll just, you know, see I'll, if I'm comfortable with a matchup, I'll, I'll, I won't practice that matchup, but I'll practice on another matchup that I feel like I may need help in. Like, oh, I haven't been playing, I haven't played against the Marth for like a good two, two months, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to look at the Marth matchup. Uh, play with someone. I'm gonna look at VODs and see what other Yoshis do, and maybe add those to my arsenal, and then try them out on Netplay to see if they work. And if they do work, then I'm gonna bring it up, you know, to the to the scene when I play. Yeah, and you kind of like learn as you go through the tournament. I remember, like, even before HNC became like right, like official, like official season one, like in season zero. I remember one time you came up to me and was like bro, I just, like, figured it out. Like, I have to, like, just tank more hits and, like, use my armor or something something along those lines where you just, like, had a mid-tournament like epiphany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, um, that, that was crazy, actually, because I did... I just... I've noticed that I've always tried to not get hit. Like, I've, I've always thought that, oh, I have to... I can play perfect. Like, I can do tasks. I can just not get hit and then do damage. But then I just noticed that's... That's completely the opposite of how Yoshi should play. Because Yoshi has the ability to tank, I, like hits. I have to take advantage of that ability. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, it's worked. It's like, and the thing is, like, it messes neutral up because now people are like, oh, he's tanking hits. Oh, I should be afraid. I'm at high percent. He's not at high percent. So yesterday, for example, when I was playing against um, uh, Churz, right? Mm -hmm. Or I think it was Churz. No, it was Leighton, I think. Um, okay. I was trying to, I think that last stock, I was actually trying to take a hit so that I can hit him because he was already at high percent. And um, I, uh, I've i noticed that, um, you know, they would run away instead. Like they would, they would hit, but it would be like a, like a, like an afraid type of hit. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, you know, like, oh, I'm going to try to hit you with this back air. For example, Fox. Oh, I'm going to try to hit you with, um, with a back air in this case, because Yoshi always gets walled out by back airs. But it wouldn't be like an aggressive backer. It would just be like a like a fadeaway backer every time. Like they're not trying to like hit you anymore because they know that if they hit you, Yoshi's gonna get a guaranteed hit back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. So like, do you normally? I guess what I'm super curious about, like, because I guess what's super interesting is we haven't really talked like shop yet. You know about melee. Like normally I see you at tournament and we like get some games in and we catch up, but like we haven't really like talked. You know, melee theory or melee thoughts. Uh before this but i guess how do you sort of view the game i mean i know you said it was like very different from you know playing yoshi's the the set plays are very different from like other characters because you can tank hits you have parry you have the double jump armor so like how has that changed like your view of like how melee should be played or like how you try to play melee like how like where are you trying to go with your game i guess is what i'm getting at 
ultimately, um, I feel like playing melee, if you want to, well, for me, if I want to improve it in melee, I have to improve my mentality. So, in other words, if I'm down by, like, a stock, right, or two mm -hmm. stocks, um, I have to try my best to not play too afraid, and I should play more, um, more bold, like, you know, okay, I should be taking more risks at this point, because if I play afraid, I'm not going to get anything. Um, but also, like, not lose my cool at the same time and go for random fares and then just die out of that. Um, so I feel like the mentality, the mentality aspect of the game is really important. Um, I think that's the that's the thing that's mostly has carried me, or how, you carries Yoshi in this point, because Amza also does the same thing, where he's always down by like a stock or two, and he just somehow clutches it back because you know, you just uh, you you don't let that uh, you don't let that um, you don't let it push you back. You, you, you keep pushing forward even even though you're down you know i still think i can win this that's what i say to myself mm -hmm. yeah i mean that definitely is super important and like that's the one thing is i always feel like you always had like a good mentality or like you're you're having fun with the game when you're like in those pressure situations did that some is that something that like came up like that you kind of addressed like early on in your melee career or has it been something that like you just like work on consistently uh, early on, I um, I I wouldn't say early on. I think early on I was I was just a technical Yoshi early on. Like I didn't really um, I didn't really have any ideas for neutral. And then if I were down by a stock or two, you know, I would like I would just lose it. <laughs> like oh <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm down. I'm gonna die. He's gonna kill me. Oh no, it's over. The game's over after one stock. You know. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. No, that changed completely. I think after like 20, 2015, around that time, when I would play a lot in Colombia. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so I guess actually I even don't know this. Like you know, following up like the early stuff. Like how long have you been playing? Like what's your origin story like? Like how did you pick Yoshi? You know, when did you start playing? Like I know Colombia's played a really big role in sort of like your your rise. You know, being able to like play on campus, playing. You know, Zane Ipengu, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. It was all credits to Columbia. Because if I hadn't found out that they made a tournament, like, I think it was December 2013, there was a tournament and they they said it. And then, and around that time, I was playing Brawl. <laughs> mm -hmm. And and um, they told me that it was going to be Melee. And then I was like, oh. But I was really so, I was like so warm in Brawl. I was like, oh, it's Melee, right? Okay. Oh, man. I guess I have to take out my old GameCube, right? So I took out my GameCube and I started practicing Yoshi again. And then I was losing to like, I was so shook because I was losing to like level nine Falco. Damn. And, but I hadn't touched the game in years. And around 2006, I think I, I, I was also playing Yoshi in 2006, but I was, I was playing really well around that time. I guess the way I was playing Yoshi in those times were good for those times. Because mm -hmm. it was just a lot of pairing and up airs. Not real, no parry at all. I haven't heard about the parry until like when I was in college. But um, around that time, like you know, like you know, there's like there's beef in the block. And I come in, all right. I take out my Yoshi. Boom, it's over. <laughs> like that. That was back in 2006. Damn. So you've been playing for like since then. Like, did you find out about the competitive scene? And like, did you always have like your eyes set on Yoshi? Um. So I, when I first got the game, I auto chose Yoshi because, well. I chose you. I, I used to play a lot of Yoshi in Mario Party 4. Like I thought, I thought the character was cute, so I'm like, you know what? I like Yoshi. 
Uh, I played Yoshi and Mario Party 4, so then when I got Melee, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to pick up Yoshi again. So I picked up Yoshi, and then I was just doing a bunch of, like, adventure mode, a bunch of classic mode. And I guess as I was as I was trying to progress the game, I was trying to, like, you know, I was trying to beat adventure mode very hard with Yoshi, which is an accomplishment that I have never actually done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that adventure mode very hard is reserved it's... for... for... For a, just like a few people, yeah, <laughs> it's um, it's a it's a really tough task to do. Eventually, I finished it in 2016, which was actually, which is actually you know like I felt proud of myself. I'm like, wow, I've really come far. That's so sick. And so I guess when was was Columbia when you first like, uh, started playing like melee competitively, or was it before then? And then like, who did you play in brawl, and like when did you pick up brawl? I picked up Brawl when it came out, so 2007, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's so right. So when it came out in 2007, I completely dropped Melee, <clears throat> and I was just playing a bunch of Brawl because you know, you know, like you know how kids are, right? You uh, yeah. new game comes out, and you just completely you leave out the old game, and you play the new game, and you start doing all the adventure mode stuff in there. You start playing with the character that you originally played in Melee and Brawl now. I was discovering all these new setups, you know, like Yoshi can chain grab Meta Knight, Falco chain grabs Yoshi, and this is crazy. <laughs> um, and, you know, I, I liked playing Brawl. I used to play with my brother a lot, and he used to play uh, Mario. And I think Mario was the only matchup that I knew around the time. So, like, if I had, if I played against a Fox or a Falco, I would just think they were crazy. It would be insane. Like, all their combo games are just, oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, that's that's so crazy, and yeah, I mean, like, I definitely know that feeling. I remember getting Brawl, like, on on release date. It was, like, the, it's actually, like, the only game I've ever, like, really pre-ordered. I begged my mom to pre-order that. And then I think <laughs> I got hooked on, like, playing Sonic. Like, over oh, the adventure mode and stuff like that, which was really funny. Yeah. And Sonic is hard, too. He's, like, really, uh, he's really fast. He was a tricky character when I when I played him in Brawl. When I played against him in Brawl. Yeah. Definitely, but I only did like adventure mode and stuff. My first like foray into like competitive play, um, funny enough, was like back in twenty fifteen. Only because of Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Chipotle? Yeah, like the the stork. So like I was injured from rugby, and uh, I, you know, I saw this sign being like Ch- charity melee tournament, Smash Bros. Melee tournament, like competitor, like entrance, like get free chipotle and i'm like oh fuck yeah like let's i want some free chipotle and i yeah went, yo word <laughs> i know i know and so i went and there was one guy i don't know if you remember him from nebs but uh b3n this falcon oh player. of course Fal- falcon player yeah yeah exactly so he he was playing and he was the only one who could like l cancel and was doing like stomp knee and stuff like that and i'm like damn like this is crazy like you know, and since then I was like, I you know I looked into melee and I'm like I kind of want to do that, and and that's how I got hooked. But I like literally only went to this tournament because of free Chipotle. Free Chipotle, yeah. Oh, that's crazy! What a crazy story! Oh my gosh! Yeah, and then the I watched the doc afterwards. <laughs> oh, there were vods? No, like not vods. I mean, like the documentary, right? Like, oh, it was funny because like I came through like the doc era, but. You know, I only watched the doc after I already like watched like, you know, some other stuff. You know, I so I always joke around that I'm a Chipotle kid. 
Oh, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Um, let me see. I remember the first time that I played against someone who was really technical. I think it was a. Uh, it was in Colombia, actually. It was like a tournament. The tournament setting was. Um, I think it was four people in one setup. Mm -hmm. uh, free for all, and the first two, the first, the last two to die move on to the next round. Um, so oh, that's crazy. I think I think that's what it was. It was a lot of people that ended up coming. It was like in this suite, which was actually funny because you know, um, one of the people who actually uh, who actually uh, set up the tournament was my uh, girlfriend. Oh but, really? That's crazy. Yeah, Colombia has a group named Rolo, mm -hmm. and this group in particular makes events for the LLC, and um, and basically they uh, they made a smash event, and I got an email about it, and that 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 event was actually organized by that group, with my girlfriend being one of those people making that tournament, but I had not met her around that time. But she told me, "Oh, that tournament that you went to, actually, I I was helping make. I was she was helping around and make making that tournament with the other people." Whoa, that's crazy. So, did you find out about the tournament when she when she told you about it, or did you just like see a flyer and was like, "Oh, that seems sick. Like I used to play brawl. Like, let me see what this is about." Oh, I saw the I saw a flyer. Uh, she told me I met her senior year of college, so four years later. Oh wow, that's a small world. Um, she just hears about me, like, oh, this sick Yoshi player. Oh my gosh, like, it's actually very funny because it's because it's if I had not actually gone to that tournament, I think everything would have been different. I don't think I would have even played melee, mm -hmm. and I don't think any any of whatever happened in New York City in general wouldn't have happened at all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's always so weird where it's always like there's that one moment that like gets you hook or introduces you to it and like after that there's like kind of no turning back yep yeah yep. i That's definitely know that feeling <laughs> it's such a fun feeling to think like how far it goes back to yeah just when you brainstorm and it's just like oh my gosh it's crazy everything would have just it would have not have been the same and it's crazy too because I, I don't think i wouldn't have you know I've, i there's so many friends that i have in the scene right now and it's like you know, I'm really happy and grateful that you know I'm talking with them, I'm playing with them. You know, this is the, the game actually reunites all of us together. Have fun, good times, beer, melee. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. yeah, I feel like whenever you go to a Nebs, it's always like this different energy. Like it's a little bit of a party, especially when you have like your squad come in with you. Whether it's like the Royals boys from Queens or like Zane in the crowd. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I remember. I think the only times I've came as a group was always Columbia. And it would be like me, Zane, and you know Soak? Yeah, yeah, I remember him. Soak, um Rex. <laughs> it would it would be us four and we would just, you know, go to a tournament and then we would say, "Ah, you're the last one in bracket." Or, "Oh, it's just you and you and Michael." Or you and Zane. Oh man, yeah, that's so crazy. So I guess like, did you just start like making it farther and farther in bracket? Like, cause like obviously you're balancing school engineering, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you're balancing like engineering and stuff like that, and like you know you weren't like one of those who like could come 
every time to Nebs, right? So was it always just like, oh, like I'm coming to Nebs and it's like going to be super fun to like play all these people? Or like, were you like, I guess, what were your thoughts? Like, because you couldn't go, you were one of the few people that like came to Nebs every once in a while. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, like, I guess when I was in college, because I finished school, so I'm mostly just applying to jobs right now. Mm-hmm. But um, when I was in school, it was it was really hard because like Nebs Nebs After Dark would always be on a Tuesday night, and then Saturdays, sometimes like the service, the train or service wouldn't be working, and I would have work to do, assignments to finish mm-hmm. for Monday or something. So you know, oh, you know, I have to take the train all the way to uptown, then go back all the way to downtown to go to Nebs. So I I would be like I wouldn't feel like going on a Saturday, <clears throat> and then Tuesday nights, you know, like I would. It's it's Tuesday night for me, and I know I have like stuff to do for Wednesday, so I just wouldn't be able to go. But there would be some times where I I don't have that much work to do, so I tell myself, hey, I can go to Nebs now, and I would come down and play. Dude, that's sick. Yeah, because it's really funny because, like, I remember that era, you know, it was, like, I think it was, like, you know, obviously, like, Layden and, like, JoJo, Nick, Ryobead, and, like, myself, among a few others, like, those were, like, the weekly goers to this tournament, right? Yeah. Your man, yeah. like, you know, and then, like, once NYU was back, like, Guava and everyone, and, like, every once in a while, like, you would appear and, like, shake up the bracket. <laughs> yeah it's um i want to say that it's also mostly um just i don't know actually i actually can't explain why because there are some times where i also come in and i don't perform as well Mm -hmm. but it like randomly happens in those times i guess it's because i don't know i don't know actually it just i think i think i was really volatile in terms of you know i wasn't as consistent in those times and i think it's probably because i play every once in a while but um i guess if i play someone who's very hard i think i just tap into some like level of focus mm. and then I, I start playing like really well yeah like almost like they bring the harder the opponent like kind of brings out the best you know like makes forces you to be like a better player and then you have to kind of just like rise up to that yeah yeah and that's what I'm actually trying to figure out right now too, because that I've been trying that for this tournament, uh, for last tournament, mm-hmm. and in this tournament I tried replicating what I did in the last tournament, and it kind of worked, kind of did. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like I was actually down in most of my games that I've played, but like I've, I felt pressured, so I had to, I had to play safer i had to play smarter i had to i had to adjust to whatever they were doing sometimes i would catch myself thinking like oh they're doing this a lot i'm noticing let me go in there again and see what happens i go in there they do the same thing okay so if i do this again they're probably going to do the same thing again and boom i come in with an up air or something and then i get a combo from there Mm. yeah that's crazy i mean yeah especially now with like hnc like you know it's kind of a funny running joke uh that I, I like to poke around, but like Nico hasn't topped eight at, at Hax's nightclub since season <laughs> I, one started. I hear about that. I think they're mentioning about that in Summit too. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a it's a really hard tournament, right? Like it has a lot of killers in the bracket, and there's room for you know anything to happen, right? Like the the last tournament where you went what game fifteen with Slocks, like you know Keizu versus Smuckers was you know loser got thirteenth, 
Um, but during those occasions, like you, you know, making those like big runs, like what do you do like between the games, right? Because like a lot of players, like even myself, like you know, we we get like one win and it's hard to like continue that momentum, right? Because like you know, e- even one set can take a lot out of you, but you always mm. seem to like conserve that energy for the game, or always like able to find that like little extra bit, even when you're down. I think <clears throat> what I do is I whatever win that I had before then I guess I just feel confident or I feel like you know like oh I have nothing to lose if I lose this one I um at least I can think about the win that I had before here before this so like I had to play Aklo the next the next one right yeah. and you know I thought I was going to lose against uh, Aklo cuz cuz of his run that he's been ha- he's been having this past month you know just destroying everybody um, but then it didn't really seem as bad, <clears throat> like, you know, playing patient, mixing up my patience and my and playing aggressive at the same time, like all of that started working. Um, but also I feel like when I played with Keizu, um, like some, some form of focus unlocked and then it kept, it kept that, that fo- level of focus kept open. Mm. That's so cool. I mean, that's always like the best the best moments right and it, it seems like almost just happens as like the opponents get tougher which is which is a really cool feeling yeah and the thing is like yeah it all it all it's all, it's all like one chain so if you beat one guy and you were like you know really stressed and like you were like scared and everything but you played really well it'll carry on to the next guy you'll be used to basically zero to deathing the next guy that you play <laughs> Because just one touch and that's all you need, and that's and that's what you had to do in the previous match. Because you know these these players, these top one hundred players, they 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 actually live off of getting one hit and zero comboing you to death, right? Mm-hmm. So in order to beat them, you have to do the same as well. Just make sure that after you get that one hit, don't let them go. You keep whatever combos going, going, and then you take their stock. And it's funny because like then. What what makes every top 100 player different is their mentality. Some 100 top 100 players get scared that they're one stock down, or they start losing their they start losing their cool and they start going for all these aggressive hits. Usually when they're a stock down, and then when they're two stocks down, they mess up. Uh, most of the time, though, they're a stock down and they figure something out, or you know they start playing safer, they start playing scared, they get a hit and then they they're one stock even again. Hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Like, it's really interesting. You, like, you say that and, like, players come to mind on both sides. Like, ones that have, like, that rock-solid mentality and they kind of don't waver and they take their time and take their chances and make the most out of it. And the ones that are, like, completely momentum-driven, right? Like, they can be on fire, but if they're on the back foot, it's, like, very obvious that they're on the back foot. Yep. And then they don't, uh, they're just too scared to do stuff. Yeah. And the thing is, I think what's important about this game is you need to be used to being in the back end. Because being ahead is easy. <clears throat> it's not hard. Like, once you're ahead, it's, uh, it's um, you know, just make sure you're winning. You're feeling good. You're up a stock. You're up two stocks against this guy. All right, cool. I just need to play. I need to play. Continue what I'm doing now. But when you're down a stock... A lot of people are pressured to change something because obviously you have to change something if something in neutral isn't working. But um, yeah, 
you you have to be comfortable being behind, being ahead but being behind as well <clears throat> i think that that's that's something i have to work on too mm-hmm. so do you lean more on the side of like <clears throat> changing your game plan when you're down or like knowing that like uh like not trying to rush things right because it's always this like weird balance of you know needing to tweak it a little bit but not ditching your whole game plan into like some like make shots strategy right yeah um if if something is not working in terms of my game plan um yeah i would basically i would basically throw a card down and see if it works if it doesn't work I'll have to quickly adapt and throw in another card that'll work. If that card works, then cool, I'm gonna do that. And then all I and then at that point, I'm just conditioning them to get used to whatever I'm doing. Then I'll go back to what I've been doing before, and that's also gonna work. Mm. Yeah. Oh my god, that makes so like, I I'm thinking back always like to our sets that we play, and like that mm. makes a lot more like that clears up like definitely how you play a lot like i remember one set where you would just like keep on like doing like neutral bees kind of as you're landing instead of doing an aerial as you're fast falling and you would just like keep on putting me in the egg and then every once in a while not do that and just throw out the nair or the fair that you originally wanted to do yeah yep oh. that's um yeah that's uh it works on a lot of players, actually. All you have to do is just... I mean, you can do the same thing, too. You can do one thing and then have me get used to it and then punish me with something else so that, you know, if I do it... If you're making me do something over and over again. Then you just hit me with something else. Mm-hmm. And then that's a, that's, that's a stock. That's a free stock for you. Yeah, that's true. That's, so if you, if you combine everything that we've talked about already, it's basically you mixing up your game and then once you get a free opening, it should be a zero to death from there. That's how top 100 players play. Mm-hmm. But the only thing is that <clears throat> their mentality is also really uh, is also really good. So you have to make sure that you can play while you're behind, but you can also play while you're ahead. If you have all of that covered, then you're set. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where like, you know, um, it's one of those things where it's like. The solutions are really simple. It's just not necessarily easy to do. Yeah. But the answer is simple, right? Yeah. It's just a, a lot of practice, too. Definitely mm-hmm. the practice. Yeah. So besides Netplay, do you, like, solo practice a lot or do a lot of, like, match analysis? Mm-hmm. I also do match analysis, yeah. Like, I look at, like, Amza's vids. I look at uh, Nebby's vids. Uh peanut phobias vids every yoshi that i can think of nez and i just see what they all do because i feel like if you if you look at only one yoshi's vids it's not going to be um vods it's not going to be um enough you're basically trying to play like that player and the thing is a lot of people have played amza so if you're trying to play like amza then you're basically playing the way people already know how to play against Mm. but if you watch every yoshi and you just combine everything together, and you start coming up with your own ideas, your own neutrals, then that's a different story. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of players... Amza doesn't really... He does neutral B, but he doesn't really do it as much. Um, and I'm not sure about all the other Yoshi players, but I, I came up with, like, neutral B as a way to, like, punish people who shield a lot. 
or people who like run away and laser. So like if I see the fox lasering, like I'll come in with a neutral B when he's in his middle of his jump, so he can't do anything. Yeah, and then you kind of just snipe him. That's what I was talking about. Like I remember one set, you know, you were running red hot playing that that you know option. Yeah, it's been uh, and it's been working out too. Uh, then like if the person keeps falling for neutral B, then I, I don't know if um like maybe they're trying to maybe they're trying something else and but like they're still getting hit with neutral B. I'm not sure. But um there are there are other mix ups that Yoshi can do too to actually like punish Fox double double lasering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess Man. Yeah, it's so interesting because we again we've never talked shop about melee, so this is like all super new and I feel like everyone has like a different perspective of like how the game should be like seen and how to make those those improvements you know yeah but one thing i'm definitely curious about is like you know and this is sort of a two-folded question is what's like your favorite like what like got you hooked to melee you know like what was it that like and you know like kind of like on a bigger scale like like what in the game do you like really love like i mean like obviously like you know, even despite, like, you know, balancing school and, and everything, you know, like, you know, party, social life, you know, relationships and all that, like, you know, you're still pretty dedicated to games. Like, what keeps you, like, I guess coming back, right? Because I feel like everyone has a reason and, like, you know, JD and I talk about this a lot on the podcast of, like, you know, like, we're just, like, very passionate about this, but, like, we're also, like, adults with jobs and, you know, whatever, like, we have to balance things. Mm. But, like, you know, we keep on coming back to this game regardless of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, for me, I don't know. I just, I just like playing the game. It's very relaxing. Um, uh, just, I guess, you know, just playing and performing combos and practicing. And also, if you're playing with someone next to you, it's even better because you guys are having a good time, or you guys are laughing or popping off about something that you did on TV or something. Um. Yeah, I guess it's just really about the good times. I don't know. Sometimes I just feel like in, in Nebs. Sometimes I just felt like actually to just go to Nebs and just drink and play. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really think about turning as much. I just wanted to like drink and play, and have a good time. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean by it's like always a party when when you come like with six pack golden monkey <laughs> right like. <laughs> oh man, man, those were those are like some definite like some fun times yeah those were those were the best times <laughs> and then we would all just be sitting there and table and talk like you know where the teal table yeah 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 where they had the table like in the middle of the venue like in front of the like counter right yeah gabe elliot all those people <laughs> those are good times kai Oh, dude! I totally yeah, I totally forgot about him. Now Kai dude, actually yeah. came uh last two weeks ago, I think. Oh really? Yeah, he came in once. He came in with Gabe actually. Oh, dude! No way! It, That's crazy. It was crazy. I'm like, oh my gosh, Kai, you're alive! I know. You know who's someone who I saw at HNC, uh, this time actually was Tazio and like Wawa. Like I haven't seen them in like. Ooh ages like you right like you hear those tags and you're like oh man like um or m you know who's the one that's around mpg um, mpg yes. yeah he came out to hnc peach of course <laughs> of course 
we teamed once. I remember that. And that's so crazy, right? Like, you develop these, like, oh, like, remember that? Like, and everyone has those, like, you know, specific moments that you, like, can't forget of, like, everyone who's, like, been at the venue. Yep. Yeah. Wawa, actually, I've seen them sometimes. Um, Actually, in the Season Zero HMC, I would see him a lot. But uh, he disappeared, I think, for a good month. But he came back. Antasio, I actually haven't seen in ages. Yeah, it's crazy. You know what's the funniest thing was um, I actually I was at Genesis this year and I was like walking out of the venue and I just like run into <laughs> run into Roman and I'm like, dude, like, what the fuck? Oh, like you're here at Genesis? Like, <laughs> it was crazy. And apparently now he's back in New York. He graduated school and everything. Yeah, I saw him. I actually played him in bracket uh yesterday. Mm-hmm. yeah he's, st- he's still sick <laughs> yeah i mean that's the thing is like new york really is is running deep now especially like after all the years right like before it was almost like the old guard where you know you still had like dj the moon you know g money like all those guys mm-hmm. uh animal right yeah and now sort of like there's a changing of the guards right because like they all they're all doing like their own stuff now yeah they're all doing their own stuff um luna is doing ultimate more i think now than melee he only came to melee he only played once i think just one i shouldn't say um you have animal teaching dj's uh commentating playing dubs yeah but is there anyone you like miss that doesn't play melee anymore or like yeah, like, is there anyone? Like, I definitely, like, the crowd's definitely different. I, I remember, like, now that Beerman doesn't really go to tournaments, right? Like, he kind of, like, took me under his wing. So, like, the vibe is definitely different when he's, you know, going from seeing him, like, week to week at Nebs. Like, is there anyone that you, like, are like, oh, man, like, I can't believe they, they're, you know, they're not as much in the scene anymore. Yeah, I want to say Beerman, because I guess that's the, uh, that's the only person I haven't, uh, I haven't really talked to in a while. And he did used to he used to come to Royals a lot. Um, and you know now that Royals is done, we we they won't come as much. No one, no actually, yeah, Royals is done, so I I don't really meet up with that Queens crew as much, except during HNC. But I feel like the person that I missed the most would be Beer Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys would always like be sharing sharing a beer together. Sharing beers, hell yeah. <laughs> Oh man! But like it's hard now because like they they live farther. I think he lives in the Bronx, and I think of, for me to venture from Queens to the Bronx is just a uh, far. Yeah, that's a lot. I mean, like Queens already is like pretty far away compared to like where everyone else is in melee, right? Like West Harlem or Brooklyn or Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of crazy, like in 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 that sense you know like you know it's funny because like new york has a transportation but it's like still far it's still far because it takes so long like to go from here to like from here to like uptown manhattan that's like an hour yeah that's literally an hour and that's a lot of time too but um yeah that's why i don't travel Mm -hmm. out to fest as much either because i don't know it's like it's just really far in terms of the train it's like oh you know i'll go to the train I'll get there a little late. Um, no, no, I'll get there. I'll get there in an hour. 
I'll only be able to play for a bit, but then I have to head back afterwards. So it's like, oh. And then now because I have work, 7.30, like, oh, I can't. If I have to go to fast either really early in the morning. Actually, that's only my, my only option. Because I don't think I'll go I'll go to a fest after 7.30. Because I'll know I'll be heading back home by like 1 or 2. So you like morning fests? Actually, like you're a morning person and you like to like play in the morning. Actually, I, I can play at night as long as I'm staying over. <laughs> like that that would be my only case. Like, okay, I'll leave at 730. I guess I can spend the night at whoever's house playing melee. That would be fun. I'll bring beers. We'll play melee. We'll get we'll get turnt and we'll play more melee. <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, you just have to go to the smash house. I'll 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 yell at them. What's his? Uh, it's the Smash House is so. Do you know where like Ryobeat lives? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So he lives up in West Harlem, like uh, like right off of like the one thirty fifth station or something like that. Oh, right. So like pretty high up. Well, it's near Columbia. Yeah, yeah. It's near Columbia, but it's him, uh, Jesse Hertz, Emily Sun, Smuckers, Vino, and Jib, Ooh, all in one house. That's a Smash House. That's like, it's almost every character. <laughs> Yeah, I know it's it's a Smash House, so it, it kind of is is crazy. So like, yeah, like I'll definitely I'm I'm gonna talk to them. I'm gonna yell at them a little bit because <laughs> there was actually it was funny because they were, I think they ha- like did something for New Year's. I was like away, so, uh, but they were joking how they all gave up beer for for New Year's as their like resolutions. So they just had a bunch of beer in their fridge. Oh my gosh. Oh <laughs> I know, right? Oh, why? Doesn't this sound perfect for you? That sounds perfect for I can take advantage of all that booze. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Alright, one one day when you come out I'll I'll go I'll go up there too. Cause like I live with young, but it's still like a bit of a trek for us, like an hour and and like fifteen minutes to get up there. From yeah, from and, Brooklyn like, to Upper West Side, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, and then if we're going home like late at night, it's like, oh my gosh, the J train comes like every twenty minutes. Mm, yeah, I remember the one time I came back from your house. Actually, I was waiting in that bridge for a long time. I was like, damn, oh man, this train is not coming. And then the train finally came, and then I was just there, and then I had to wait for the one for a while because I was going back to Columbia. But I think I got mm. back at like around two or three. I don't remember. Yeah, that's how it works sometimes, especially like late at night, where it's like it's you know what it is. It's also the like having to connect it, connect trains, because you're waiting like fifteen minutes for one, and then maybe like ten minutes for the other one. Yeah. Sometimes you get sometimes up. you get lucky, and you know the the train that you have to take after is like coming in two minutes, and then that's when you run. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. So I mean, like we're talking about traveling, and like I feel like. One of the funniest things is like that you haven't been to a major yet, right? Like, yeah. That do, do you, I guess, ever see yourself going to a major, or are you gonna like you're pretty content with like Hax's nightclub and like everyone coming out there? Like, it's practically like a regional every week. To be fair, it no, you know that's what I actually told myself. I thought I tell everybody the HNC. Everyone comes in. So like a lot of top 100 players coming in. Of course, it's a regional. It's a regional every week. Um, I'm used to 90, uh, 72 man brackets now. <laughs> mm-hmm. If it's any less than that, like, oh, it's small. Not that many people are here. <laughs> but it's it's funny because, you know, Nebs used to pull like 20, 30 people. And 40 was a lot. 
40 was a lot. We would think like 40 was a was a good night for Nebs. Yeah. I remember the... Uh, and sometimes I remember there were, there were nights where Nebs pulled 80. 80 people. And Tuesday, mm-hmm. Nebs after dark. And there were, they would be like really stacked days. But um, yeah, um, we're pulling two people every week now. With the exception of this one because uh, Aziz had to go to Summit. But still, you know, we pulled a soft, you know, 67 people. Yeah, I mean that's that's still like super strong. Like, can you, a local that gets over fifty, you know, is kind of crazy to be honest at this point. Like, with all of the, you know, with all the locals, like you know, other locals like having a tough time. Like, to think one go gets over fifty, like, what, like, two months, three months in a row. Yeah, no, is ridiculous. That's crazy. Yeah, and given that this is actually every week, that's even crazier. <laughs> I know. I think, like, it's funny to think about, but, like, New York's really, like, in this new era now, both in, like, players and, like, with the landscape of, like, HNC sort of being, like, you know, a a New York local being back. It's interesting to see who comes back from the scene, you know, and I think that sort of was was crazy was, like, between Nebs and HNC, like, you know, even yourself, like, I didn't see you until HNC came back. Yeah. But now HNC is, like, kind of bringing everyone back, and it's, like, Okay, like let's see how the last two years have been for you. It's almost like a anime time skip. Anime, yeah, Shippuden. This is New York City Shippuden. <laughs> That's what this is. New York City Shippuden, dude. We should just call it that from now on. Yeah, and that's what that's what the. That's actually not a bad idea for the next PR thing to look like. You know, just these time skips <laughs> and the anime yeah. pro- profiles. I actually had some. I was thinking about ideas for like the PR on how it should look like. First... Yeah, what what were you thinking? I'm I'm just curious. I'm thinking of you know just a bar, a bar with you have a bartender. You have different groups of people in different places, and you have the names there. Oh, that's sick. And of that's course, sick. the bartender being Aziz, you know. The bar owner being Aziz, um, the bouncer being you know whatever player, and then the mm. random the drunk being whoever that is, uh, the crazy one probably you. <laughs> Probably me because I mean I mean a low tier, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's crazy. That's... I'm actually very happy that we're all being reunited back. Actually, thinking yeah. about the times, you know, back in 2017, 2018, up to you know like the last day before uh, Nebs officially closed, um, and this would be around the times that I'd just be Neb playing. I would just think about, you know, randomly, just spontaneously think about, like, those times. Like, ah, oh, you know, I miss all of them. Mm-hmm. Do you have, like, a favorite melee, like, moment for yourself? You know, like, like one that you hold, like, especially dear to you. Like, I remember for me, and I was talking with this with Tiramisu when I, when you know, we did the 1v1 together, that, like, it was, like, when I first made, like, number one on my college PR. Oh. Like, you know, like, even, like, long, long time ago, like... So do you have a moment like that? Like, it doesn't have to be a long time ago. It could be, like, Neb's era or even something that happened at HNC. But, like, do you have a moment like that? A moment like that? I want to say when I got on the NYC PR, um, Mm -hmm. uh, I think it was at the end of the summer of 2017. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh, about... About time. About time. 
I got robbed for that last one. I got in though. <laughs> <laughs> and then my girlfriend yeah. was like, "Oh, let's go. You got in." And I'm like, "Yeah." But, yeah. That's sick. Yeah, because that was the time where you like you had that crazy run, right? Where you beat what was it like Beer Man into like IBW into like was it Adam? Oh, actually, still- that was actually that those results were supposed to be for the one that I didn't get PR'd. Was that really? Yeah. You got snubbed like that? I got snubbed, yeah. And I beat everyone, oh. but I'm like, all right, whatever, I guess. <laughs> I'll just I'll just work hard for the next one. And then it's funny because the next one I didn't really do as much, but somehow mm. I got PR'd. Oh, that's so funny. It's always funny when it like it goes like that, right? Where like it, it's a little anime, right? You get snubbed the first go, and then and then and then you get you get it this, the, on the run back the run back but like it's like i didn't i felt like i really didn't do much mm. so i was like oh all right i guess good stuff i guess it'll make up for what i for what i missed last time <laughs> yeah yeah cuz right i remember cuz you were honorable mention with jojo getting getting the 20th spot that that one season like back in like what 2016 2017 yeah yeah yeah. Wow, what an oversight thinking about it. Because you beat, I remember that tournament. You were you beat Beerman, Cody, right? IBW and and Smuckers all like back to back to back. And hacks too. Was, um, and hacks. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> what a snub. I think I think it was all because of the Arcadian though. The uh, yeah, I was um, back then. You know, I I I, I thought beer was going to make me feel better because you know in prior tournaments like i drank and i played really well but i guess it's when i hit this i hit the sweet spot for that set that i was playing against a really good player but then when i was playing in tournaments sometimes i would i would drink like two bottles and then there would be a period where i'm not drinking so i would mm-hmm. say oh i'm sobering up fuck this i need to i need to drink more and I, that was bad because you know I'm actually my body is still drunk. Adding a third bottle to it now I'm plastered. Mm. Well, not plastered, but like I'm just drunk. Like I can't really play. And I've actually stopped drinking, you know, playing for tournaments in general uh, as of like three weeks ago. I've no. Yeah, I was about to say I haven't seen you with a beer at at HNC. Yeah, I've um I've I found out that I actually can't play and drink at the same time. Um, there was a point where I was playing, I don't know who it was, but it was like a Falco and, uh, we were just playing neutral, but my mind was just saying something else while I was playing. Like I was playing the game, but my mind was like, oh man, this is what it feels like being impaired. (laughs) Just that inner monologue that I had, I was like, oh, I'm impaired. I'm not going to play. I can't win this. Look, I can't even react to this right now. Oh man. If I can't beat this guy, I don't think I'll beat, I'll beat the next player I'm going to play. I think I'm gonna call it quits, and then I was just not playing well. Even though I tried winning, I just wasn't playing well. And Falco's mm-hmm. like my favorite matchup, but if I lose against Falco, it's it's done, it's over. And it's it's probably the beer too, because then the next the next week that I came by and I didn't drink any beer, I actually played well. Mm-hmm. And then I was talking to DJ too. I was like, oh man, I think this beer really like I don't know, like one cup, and I'm already like done. Like I don't get it. Like I think my tolerance went down or something, and then DJ told me, "Oh, the same thing happened when we and team, me and Zane teamed up for something," and uh, Zane told me, "Oh, uh, Zane, as you know, Zane, uh, Zane Mark." Yeah, yeah. 
he was like, oh man, I'm fucked. I can't, I can't play. This is the worst. And he played terrible drunk. So only a select few can do that. And I just told myself, you know, I'm not, I'm going to play it safe and assume that I'm not one of the selected few. And yeah, it's working out well though. Cause you know, I'm like, I'm thinking I'm analyzing and that's how it's always been now ever since I like stopped getting beer. Yeah. I definitely feel that like, even when, yeah, like I drink it, like sometimes it feels like I'll blink and then I'll be like, wait, what just happened? Yeah. 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 That's what happens. <laughs> Yeah, right? Like, you blink, and then suddenly, like, you miss the DI on something and get, like, you know, fall for something really dumb, right? Like, like a, a pretty straightforward, like, mix-up, right? Like, weak reverse bear into, like, up smash or dare. And, you know, you're like, how did I, like, get this? Like, get here? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that that, oh, man. that happens. And sometimes beer, beer makes you brave, but beer also just... Yeah, it makes you do options that you shouldn't opt for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and kind of, I guess, kind of ties into like what you were saying, like before about like not playing scared and like when you're when you're down, right? Like you have to like hit them as hard and like make them pay for it. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because like beer, you know, beer through ignorance lets you do that. Yeah, beer actually erases all of your fears. But at the same time, when it erases all of your fears, it makes you overlook certain red flags in neutral that you would have caught if you were not drinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely feel that. Though what's so funny is like, there are always those like drunk moments where you think back of it and you're like, man, like I had zero care in the world during it. Yeah, yeah, uh, I have a bunch of those. <laughs> <sighs> oh, man. Yeah, like, I remember, um, <clears throat> I think it was, like, 2016, it was my birthday, and a Tuesday nebs, so I just got, like, a six-pack of, like, Golden Monkey, and I ended up, be- like, beating, like, Beer Man, Guava, like, playing Nico for, like, in, like, Loser's Quarters or something like that, and, like, he- I would, like, barely win, and then he would four-stock me, and I'd barely win again, and then he would four-stock me, and, like, I just, like, didn't care at all. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> It was, like, such a dumb way to get to a game five, actually. That's a, yeah, it's crazy. Oh, man. And then, like, obviously, he just, like, r- you know, three-stocked me again or whatever. But, like, it was such a fun birthday run. Yeah, it's it's weird. I guess the beer is just... I guess beer is the reason why, in the beginning, my results have been up and down. Because, mm-hmm. again, I feel too brave and I do things. But then... Sometimes beer like or does me wonders, and some I do crazy stuff in those times, and I just didn't know like oh wow, I, I'm sick when I drink. Mm-hmm. But sometimes yeah. sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, and they're like, bro, you shouldn't have drunk the beer, and I was like, you're right, I'm not gonna drink anymore. And yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So I guess besides like. You know, sort of for closing thoughts, like, you know, like, obviously you're focusing on, like, your mentality and, uh, you know, and being more consistent in the game at HNC and stuff like that. But, like, what's, how do I phrase this? Like, what's, what do you have your sights set on, you know, next, like, for HNC and, like, Melee, you know, besides also, like, 
finding finding a job right yeah. and everything like that now that you're done with school but like what do you have your do you have your sights set on anything yeah i want to go to majors now that's 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 actually the only next thing i want to do next because i feel like in hnc we're always going to meet up we're always going to play each other and obviously we're gonna learn we're both gonna win we're both gonna lose and at this point it's like oh you know i stopped caring about losing because you know i i've played everybody i've beaten everybody so now it's more of like okay now we're both going it's gonna be like creating the next layer of our of our neutral and that extra layer will be enough to potentially get us a, a win over a top 100 player out of region so it's mm. it's more of like you know like it's good practice for me like oh you know I want to play against this guy, um, I'm gonna play uh, you know I'm gonna verse uh, I'm gonna verse you so that I can and, I, and I'm getting I'm learning stuff against Fox, and I'm pretty sure mm. like you know once we play a lot you're gonna know how to fight a Yoshi much better than the Fox that I'll be playing that's probably a top 100 player outside of region, and he's mm. gonna have no clue on what to do. And you probably would have gotten everything that he won't get in the game. So basically, it's mm -hmm. kind of like how Amza does. Amza has it with Japan because um, he has a hard time with like the players over there, like Sane or or you, um, like those players, like they beat him sometimes. But um, then when he goes out there, you know, he he deals with players that the likes of Mango. And he has really close games with him, and recently he's been beating him, except with you know, with the exception of the last set that they've played. But he was on a you know he was there was a point where he was just beating Mango a lot, and it was probably the, like the Falco players in Japan that are helping him. Mm -hmm. And it's not even them helping him by playing friendlies. It's mostly just I think I believe it's tournaments, but also I guess you know just hosting a fest and playing. I should probably be doing that too. I guess I guess attending more fests as well, making time. I guess once I have a job and you know find you know, get a nine to five thirty job after five thirty, I'd be down to head anywhere and play. Yeah, dude, like you're definitely always welcome here. You can you can crash in in my room because my roommates are just Joe, you know, Young and and my girlfriend. So I'll, I'll just stay in my girlfriend's room and you can crash in my room. Oh man. Oh, that, 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 oh, thank you, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Okay. Well, you know, you know, you know me. I just, I, I want that Yoshi matchup. Yeah, I know. Definitely. You, I'm pretty sure I, I almost lost to Joe yesterday. He's getting there. I'm pretty sure yeah, he was telling me that. Oh man. That's sick. So do you know, like, are you, uh, you don't know which major you're aiming for yet, or are you gonna try like to do like pound or shine or like one of the East Coast ones, or you know, do you have any like idea which major you might go to? I'm looking at pound right now, and that's what everyone's been telling me to go. Cause I I have a group now. I'm just haven't confirmed if I'm going or not. That's hype, dude. I mean, it would be super fun to see you out there. You know, just no beers till after after day two. Yeah definitely beer yeah, yeah yeah no beers yeah i think like the difference is like you know like majors you can get like swept up there's it's such a crazy big event yeah it's a crazy big event and uh really fun you're gonna see a lot more people you're gonna meet a lot more people um friendlies everywhere yeah 24 hour venue 24 that's also like that's the that's the real hard one yeah, twenty-four hour venue, man. You can play all night, and I'm pretty sure people are there playing all night. 
Yeah, I was at you know the Genesis when I was there till like I think like three, and there was still like all the setups were still taken. Oh my god! Like people money matching and and whatever, and I was like, it's 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 six a.m. on the East Coast. I gotta sleep. <laughs> yeah, oh man. But pound is East Coast, right? Yeah, pound is East. Yeah, pound is pound is East Coast. Pound shine and big house or east coast yeah and technically ceo but like that's in florida it's kind of far. that's down 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 yeah really down yeah yeah well dude that's exciting i'm glad you know like i'm sure new york will have your back new york will get will get rowdy for you when the time comes yeah yeah whenever whenever something crazy happens i'm not in control of that though until you know i, I figure out what i have to do next in terms you know in terms of getting better yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we'll keep seeing you at HNC one one tournament at a time for sure. For, yeah, for sure. Tournament is a stepping stone. <laughs> <laughs> stepping stone for getting a game, figuring Yoshi out, figuring out what else he can do, and then learning other matchups, making yeah new ones too. Yeah, that's actually another big thing. Is like I know Nico made like a big tweet about it, but like. It's really funny because, like, now that nebs are gone, I feel like a lot of the players who have, like, you know, been in the scene for a bit, right? Like, you know, the nebs days and whatever, like, they're talking to a lot of, like, the new head, you know, the new people. And it's really good to see, right? Because, like, it's not just, like, top players hanging out with top players, but, like, we're like, no, please come to our scene. Please come to HNC. Because, like, you know, I think, you know, sometimes nebs was taken for granted, right? Like, just being as in, like, a institution like oh it will be here forever mm. and then we realize oh it's not here forever <laughs> yeah yeah for nebs right yeah yeah for nebs but i'm saying like for hnc like it's cool to see like everyone talking to everyone you know like even even the new people who are just like just learning the game just starting out like it's good to like be like oh man like i'm playing like ryobeat next and and you see nico being like hey man like how are you doing my name's nico like you know like you know and like giving advice and stuff like that because i yeah. think the one thing i want to see from new york more than anything is like injection of like new blood new challengers really trying to shake up you know the people who've been playing long you know like you me smuckers like Layden, like we're not like the new kids on the block right we're not the arcadian kids like right before it was like all of us like as the like kind of like the new Up and the new blood right yeah we were all the up and coming. We were all we were all the rising stars. Yeah, I mean the first Arcadian, like I remember the player cards, and it was like you, me, big kid, like you know JoJo, nerd, right? Like young, like and like we're not new anymore. So I'm just I, I I'm waiting for the new class to kind of show up in New York. I'm seeing potential actually, yeah. Uh, but then there are also people invading that are also really big in their scene. I don't know if they count as new blood, or maybe. I think I would. I mean, like, it, like we're getting a wider reach of players for sure. And I think that's good. I mean, like, Cam and Chers, right? Like, showed a like last HNC, so like, good stuff on them. Like, I hope they keep coming out. Yeah, yeah. Them, um, Mot Money, um, um, and then HD something, HD something. I forgot his name. HDHR. HDHR, yeah. Um, like those players are also really good. New Jersey, yeah, New Jersey really coming in. Yeah, Jersey, Jersey's like completely 
the PR looks like, you know, it's a complete 180 change, right? It's all new blood with Swooper, Swooper and Panos as, as one and two, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Panos, yeah. I've heard a lot about him. And he is the crazy. Sometimes he, uh, he pulls up upsets, good upsets. I think the, it was that tournament. Oh, yeah, you had the Kumite, Brooklyn Kumite. Yeah, yeah. He beat... You need to... He, oh, what were we going to say? Yeah. He beat Ryo beat. And then there were yeah. some other people that he played too. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm actually thinking about, you know, like, I don't know when yet, but like, if you're down for for the third one, you know, like, you're you're welcome for Kumite 3. Well, just, yeah, just just let me know. Let me know when. Yeah. I'll make space and time for it. Sick, yeah. I have to, like, work's been a little crazy, but I've been, like, thinking about, since, like, the new HNC, honestly, I've been thinking about about it's it's about time to bring Brooklyn Kumite back. Mm. So and you know what we also be really sick to see. You know what we also need to do. Um, what we also need to do because right now we only have singles running, and I think uh, HNC only has enough time to run a whole singles bracket because we're going to be doing seventy-two people, but we won't have any time for like side events how Nebs used to have with uh, you know crews and all that stuff. Um, we can definitely designate a place where we just invite two crews and um, stream it. And it's going to be like, you know, in addition to HNC, a part of NYC and everyone will just be like, oh, crap. Oh, you know, all this stuff. And as, you know, Hacks could like host it or something. I don't know. Dude, that's actually crazy. You know, I. I it's. <laughs> all right, I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> I had a similar idea. I'm just trying to figure out how to execute it you can ask dark gen x like i i messaged him i think randomly a few months ago about this but um i don't know if you watch any other fighting games but they um do you watch any other fighting games? yeah yeah i watch like street fighter i watch i watch uh, mortal Kombat stuff you know like oh, they, like their tournaments too mm -hmm. so do you know are you familiar with like street fighter league and how that that works yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So I was thinking, all right, so like, uh, you know, just like for anyone listening, Street Fighter League takes like captains and they like, it's a three-man crew and, you know, they all play a set, like say like it was going to be a best of three and each one is like a point and, you know, you have to play till the end. And I was thinking of a way to, for New York City to do that, to have like designated captains to like pick a crew and like the caveat is like you get one counter pick. I don't know how that would, you know, work with like in terms of melee. But I was thinking of like a Street Fighter League esque crew battle format. It's very possible. No, I I think this is very doable. The thing is, it's because you know if we're doing three man crews, NYC is going to be. Uh, everyone is so good in NYC right now. I feel like you would have to divide mm -hmm. it up into boroughs. Yeah, and then if that's we, that's really true. And then we would have to play with, uh, with you know like New Jersey or Philly. And mm -hmm. yeah. And they've been yeah. coming in as crews, so, you know, it's funny. I, I thought I was wondering yesterday, like, you know, oh, you know, Philly came, and two weeks ago, three weeks ago, all of New York City, New, New Jersey came. Uh, man, I would love to see both of them play each other. Yeah, it would be really cool to make it, like, something something regional. Though, also, like, having it just be, like, picks would be interesting, too. Like, if it was a snake draft, I wonder what people would pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, that'd be crazy. Who, who would be the people that would that would be chosen? 
Yeah, like, uh, yeah, also, like, you know, New York runs so deep, maybe it's curious, too, because Street Fighter League did, like, a ban system, so, you right, you could, like, ban one main character, and I don't know how that would work with Melee, you, you know, like, depending on, like, some players, right, have, like, very strong secondaries, like, slocks, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, other people, like, myself, like, I, I joke always that I don't have secondaries, I just have tertiaries. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so it's that's I think really interesting too. All right, we got to we we have to have a beer at some point and like just talk about this live and, and chop it up. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. We're gonna have so many uh, brain juices flowing with the beer, especially a lot of a lot of things to take note of too. I'll bring a piece of paper and just if there's anything crazy and that comes up, just write it down. Yeah, and, dude, I'm down after bracket, of course. After, after yeah, bracket. after bracket or just in general, if we meet up and have a beer and play melee yeah definitely yeah well dude i gotta say this has been like so much fun like i don't think we've ever like talked for this long actually so this has been super cool i really appreciate like you coming out for this yeah yeah anytime man anytime yeah no thank thanks for your time actually (laughs) thanks for having me in no no worries dude like it 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 was like almost a no-brainer like you know jd and i like made a made a list like when we started this series of like where we of like the one v ones that we wanted to talk to, and you know, like you definitely came up, and I was like, I definitely called dibs first. Oh, because <laughs> we were just like we we're calling dibs on people, and you're like, okay, like JD's like, all right, like I get two saying, I'm like, all right, like if you get two saying, I get beer man and and whiskers, you know, like we're we're just calling dibs. On oh, I see, I see. <laughs> oh, oh man. Nice. Well, yeah. Thanks again. Any shout outs before you know before we we end this episode? Uh, yeah, yeah. Shout outs to Hacks for bringing the scene back, and shout outs to everybody for coming and you know reuniting again. And I'm just really happy that you know we have a scene, and, and you know like instead of reliving 2017 in my head, I can relive it now. Well, living 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 the present right now with the people that I've seen in those times in HNC again. That's hype. Let's go. And shout outs to uh, you and JD for, you know, creating this podcast. I just love all the stuff that, you know, everyone's outputting and I like in social media, YouTube, about player profile. I, I like like how people are being uh, they're being pushed more out, you know, so other people know that they, they exist. This is, you know, this is all it's really nice. I love it. Oh, dude, thanks. Yeah, no, I'm really happy. Like, you know, Melee is such a big community, so it's like, we just want to capture as many stories as we can, you know, and especially, like, since, you know, like, a lot of the time, like, you hear about, like, the pro players, right, like, the top 10, the top 30, but, like, it's it's cool to capture, like, you know, everyone in the scene. Yeah. From, like, content creators to, you know, players that you might have not known about. Yeah, and just interesting things you might hear from them. Wow, I didn't know you went through this. Oh, wow, that's crazy. Oh, wow. It makes things uh, spicy too. <laughs> it makes things. All right, now now you're sounding like beer man. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no beer. Uh, oh my gosh, it's because I've been. I guess in Royals, I would I would hang out with him a lot, and I guess a part of his a part of him, a part of his language stayed in mine. Oh yeah, of course. So like, I always say, I always find myself saying, um, "It can't be helped." It can't. It can't be helped. I, I uh, dirty man. Dirty man. Dirty yeah. man. Uh, dirty Dan. Um, I don't know, just calling someone little slut. <laughs> That's what he would say. I would be like, oh boy, <laughs> damn. 
Dude, I know. He has such a weird, funny mannerisms for sure. Yeah, but he's so chill too. I love beer, man. Oh, man. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. I mean, he's he's still playing, you know, doing it, doing his beer man thing. Yeah, he did a, a Florida thing, a Florida NYC uh, chat. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. You know, catching up with all of his old buddies and stuff for net play sessions, if connection's good enough. Yeah, there's just so much going on in NYC. It's so so sick. So yeah, lot lot developing for sure. Lots of moving, moving pieces that. You might not see even just from following agency, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, it's like I feel like what we should do after this is we should like make a little poster that has everything going on. Like, oh, you know, um, the melee wannabes have this thing. I have a podcast coming up. If you're interested, talk to this person. This person. Uh, oh, um, that's interesting. There's a Facebook chat going on. If you want a part of it just hit up this person or this person to join the chat. You know, we would put it on the NYC SSBM page. So when people, yeah. when people come in, they could just, uh, they, they know where to go. Cause I know people go into NYC SSBM and then they're like, Oh, I'm looking for friendlies, but like, that's it. And no one's going to respond to that, but there's no one there to tell them who to talk to. Dude, that's such a smart idea. Yeah. <laughs> it's like almost like a newsletter. We just need like a new pin post, like newsletter esque thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then of course, letting them know that HNC is running, as well as other tournaments out of region too, like New Jersey or Philly. And then now people can get started in melee much quicker. Also, like what to download to practice, some guides, all of that put together in one. Damn. All right, we're we're gonna need to talk off, off off the record on this because because i think this is such an important thing to do yeah 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 definitely we'll, we'll, we'll discuss this uh irl <laughs> yeah yeah we'll we'll plot this behind the scenes yeah all right well thank you again for coming on dude like this has been super fun yeah no definitely this this is just very chill very nice i'm glad i'm able to like tell part of like my stuff because i feel like I tell I tell people stuff, but not as as in depth as I've told you. So it's mm -hmm. like you know, definitely. Yeah, I mean, if you ever you know have like more thoughts and stuff like that, you're always welcome to to come back on. You know, like this podcast is like it, it can it, it's your space as much as it is like JD's and mine. So just like talk. Mm -hmm. So just like let me know. Yeah, we'll we'll do we'll do we'll do we'll do. All right, man. I'm gonna. I'll see you later, dude. I'll see you. I'll see you, man. Yo, thank, thank you for your time, man. <laughs> Hit me yeah, up, by dude. the way. Hit me up if you plan on uh doing any uh like any fests. I'll let you know actually once I find the job and everything. Like, hey, I'll let you know. Like, oh, I'm done. I'm done. I can. I get out at five thirty now, so I can go to your place. And I, yeah, I'll out. let you know. Yeah, just let me know too. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right, dude. I'll see you later. I'll see you, man.